Welcome to episode 3.5 of the Peaked Too Early podcast. With the international break going on, this is a bonus podcast. And it is also the only week in which it is good to be a Newcastle supporter because there's no football going on. Uh, That being said, with no football, we have to have something to talk about. And we've brought along a very special guest, uh, the return of Thomas Hughes. Are we are we still allowed to refer to me as a very special guest at this point? I don't yes. know. But again, it is a pleasure to be back with you boys. Thank you for having me. Hopefully you are... more soccer, there will be less soccer to talk about, but I know True. that's not the case. You are the most honorable yes. special guest we the have. Especially mm. special guests. Mm. For sure. Okay. Um, I also have Oscar Saywell. Yeah, I thought you weren't going to introduce me for a second there. Hello, everyone. Uh, me as usual. Um, yeah, I'm excited for this one. This one has been long in long in the making. Uh, we're going to do our one to twenty predictions today, plus things like top goal scorer, etc., and then touch on some transfers. Um, did we, Blake, last season? Did we do our predictions before the end of the deadline, or no? Do you remember? No, we did not. We did it before the. Oh wait, no. We started on match day eight, so it must have been after. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. And yet our predictions were still quite, quite poor. I think yours are better than mine. Um, I was like, yeah, I took, I tried to not overthink it basically. So I, I think I took maybe a a total of ten minutes max going over this, maybe five, honestly. And and I'm I'm hoping that's gonna like, put me in good stead. I think you're gonna be pretty disappointed with one of my predictions Blake that's a little bit of a teaser for you um but how are we going to do this because I don't think Thomas is going to make predictions because I'm not 100% sure he can name every club in the Premier League um so am I right Thomas I think I've got a solid 10 in me hopefully 15 yeah that's definitely a feature of some sort of future pod for sure Thomas naming Premier League clubs because that would be absolutely (laughs) hilarious um but Blake how do you want to do it do you want to go one by one and then chat a bit about why we put them there, something like that. Uh, well, let's chunk it. Let's uh-huh. do the the champion or work our way up our three relegated sides. Okay, then I like that. Seventeen to twelve, eleven to seven. The European, the Europa League, and then the Champions League spots. Okay, okay, I like that. Thomas, um, so just like chime in, I guess, and we can throw do. questions to you. Yep. Like, where is Brentford on a map kind of thing? You like geography, right? So. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. All right. Okay. Here we go. Uh, do you want me to start? We can, sure. we can flip-flop. You did the better predictions last season, so you start. So, uh, it is with my head hung quite low. No. Uh, that I have my bottom three no. this Premier League okay. season being Norwich City in 20th, uh, Watford in 19th, and Newcastle United oh. in 18th. He's I think this is it. the season it happens. He's actually done it. Wow. When was the last time you got relegated? Uh, 2015. Or it was either 15 16 or 14 15. One of the two. Wow. Okay. That's. That's a solemn moment, I think, Blake, for you. Um, should I give mine? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, we can breeze through this because I'm the same, except I have Watford 
Bossom on 20th, Norwich 19th, and I do have Newcastle United in that 18th Now, might I say, place. I've noticed neither of you gentlemen have named Arsenal as <gasps> being relegated. Yeah, and they are, in fact, 20th, aren't they, Thomas? They um, are. That, yeah. they are. that is what Google is telling me, yeah. Yeah, Google. Um, yeah, no, definitely don't have Arsenal bottom, despite the fact um, I'm hoping that they do get relegated. But no, I... Yeah, I think... Blake, out of these three, which do you think is the hottest take from us? Like, which do you think might sort of not happen? I think definitely Newcastle is the least likely of those three to get relegated, which is why we both put them in 18th right, place. True. That's true, um, that's true. Yeah. They definitely have the most money invested in them mm -hmm. by far. I think it's just the, really shit investment. So. Yeah. I think that everyone is high on Brentford and Watford right now. Um, I think obviously they'll tank. Um, clearly, I think Watford will tank. I think Norwich, Norwich for me, I, I think I put Newcastle in there because I'm really like super concerned basically about Steve Bruce and I think that he will never be sacked, which might be harsh because I reckon that if they are in their relegation zone come January, then he probably will get sacked, but I'm just not sure who you can get in. But Norwich, I I think this one is not a hot take, but this one is a little bit like up in the air for me because I do I understand that this that this like what like this this system that they have where they you know last season they were like oh we meant to go down again because like we would it was too early for us i understand that like this system is faltering however i do think that the the heavy investment that they've put in the club could see them do a villa of a couple of years ago and sort of scrape by and get 17th or 16th or something for example like clearly both of us don't have brentford in the bottom three and even though norwich have had a horrible start i'm not a hundred percent sure that they're worse than Brentford. Um, if you just look at who Norwich have played, which is Liverpool City and Leicester, I believe, that's a that's like the worst start you can possibly have. So we, we've yet to see them against clubs like Newcastle, clubs like Burnley kind of thing. Um, and, and, you know, in the cup, they smashed Bournemouth like 6-0. So they're capable. And so, yeah, I think for me, Norwich in 19th, that's, that's my one where I'm like, ah, uh, you know, it, that could be a, an embarrassing one. I would say that Norwich have to prove me wrong that this th this grand plan of theirs is will work. Yeah. yeah, before I give them the benefit of that and have them stay up. Um, Thomas, yes. uh, uh, since you might not be aware, Norwich City have this grand plan. The, the Canaries, they, yes? Okay. Oh, yes. I was just about to ask you, Thomas. He knows the Canaries. Wow, impressive. Yeah. Green and yellow. Uh-huh. They, yeah. now. No, sorry. Go ahead. They have a cool owner, okay. um, Delia Smith, who she Ooh. was. Uh, what, what was she? Uh, Where did she make her money? She's a chef. Yeah, she she's oh a chef. Yeah. Um, I think she's pretty well loved at Norwich. I think yeah, she's like super famous her. in the UK. Everyone is kind of obsessed with her, basically. Mm. Um, yeah. And. Uh, she basically has like a, a golden thumb of every business she's ever invested in has done wow. incredibly well. Yeah, it's called the um, Dealey effect. Yeah. Interesting. So she also owns a football club. Mm -hmm. uh, 
and they've been certainly a yo-yo club my entire life. Um, but uh, maybe this is the season they they finally kick that tag. Yeah, people um people like Delia Smith too because um she uh she's you know she's liberal, so it's pretty okay. rare for the uh, for the big owners. Sure. Um, Yes, and then Thomas, you already did Canaries. I have one question for you. Uh, which yes. which American soccer star plays for Norwich City FC? Oh, Do you know, yeah. Uh current. He yeah yes. he just he just moved there. This season, he previously played for Werder Bremen in the Bundesliga. Boy, uh, I have a hint for you if you need it. Yeah, sure, I'll take it. He is the number nine for the U.S. men's national team. Boy, that does not help me. Um, I <laughs> He's will a ginger. Not. He is ginger. His first name is, is it Alexi Lalas? <laughs> no. No. It's um, Josh Sargent, Thomas. Josh ah. Sargent, your great hope. at the Your hardworking, scrappy uh, forward, who I, I like a lot, to be fair. I like Josh Sargent. I- um, I'm sure oh boy, it's yeah, gonna he, be like one day, like Pulisic, he's gonna like some insane right wing thing on Instagram, and we're gonna sure. hate him. But for now, yeah, okay. we like Josh Sargent. He is from um, Missouri. Okay. <laughs> he is from Missouri, exactly. Um, okay, briefly on Watford. So I, I know that some people are saying that Watford are like the most Premier League esque team, like they're set up to the way that they're run is like a Premier League team, which I think is valid. The Pozzos obviously have a lot of money they can take from Udinese, their sister club, and just like you know, bring players from Serie A into, into the Premier League or into Watford uh, like as easy as you like. But I think that this is a classic like uh, promoter team has started kind of well, but uh, they have an untested manager they uh the owners are super trigger happy and i think that watford is a club mainly because of the way the owners run it that gets very toxic very fast um and i anticipate that happening i think teams will figure watford out very quickly and when they do it's like the players that they have don't match up to to the rest of the the premier league essentially that's why i have them at in 20th yeah. Thomas, they yeah. also, I believe they hold the record for the most managers sacked in a season. Genuinely. Yeah. Five? Five. Okay. Five. Yeah, imagine. And how many five, weeks five, are there in a season? And then, well, they sacked, I can't. They 38. Some, yeah, yeah. Well, they averaged. They sacked someone like three weeks, weeks in, I think. Okay. Okay. Like that, yeah. Um, Blake, give us like a minute long. Why do you have Newcastle in 18th before we move on? Uh, so first, you know, three pretty uh, easy matches that mm. you would expect. Well, West Ham isn't easy, but thank you. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, if you they are second, you at least to be slightly Indeed. more competitive. It was a very favorable first three matches. Um, of three matches that you don't expect to be 19th in the table after. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. The right. We have hands down the worst manager in the Premier League, 
we have debatably the worst owner in the Premier League. We have not bought a central defender since 2017. We uh, are we don't have. I think we have one club physio. Um, really? Which is shocking. Jeez. Uh, yeah, we don't have a sports medicine department. Uh, oh we God. have the smallest coaching staff. Uh, we have the smallest first team squad. Uh, it's a nightmare. And on top of it all, Callum Wilson injured. Ryan Fraser injured. They'll miss the next couple of weeks. Uh, who? Those are some of our only attacking forwards. We're pretty much just St. Maximan and Joe Linton up top. Um, as much as I love Big Joe, he's certainly not proven himself to be Premier League quality. So, yeah, yeah, um, unfortunate for you. I think that yeah, uh, if you match Newcastle players up against the other like bottom four or five, like I, you have a better squad than Burnley. You have a best squad, a more proven squad than Brentford. Best squad than Watford. Best squad than Norwich. The fact that you have a championship, possibly lower level, like management team, is the thing that's dragging you down, uh, slash owner. And I, I mean, I don't know. I really hope you don't go down because I do fear for you if you go down because I think it could be like a hate to say it, like Sunderland like level, get relegated again, and just the mood around the place would be horrible. Um, I have them in 18th for all the same reasons. Uh. And I think that there is something really weird going on with like injuries at Newcastle, kind of similar to West Ham uh, of a few years ago. And I think that if you, if what you say, I mean, obviously you say it's, you say it and it's true uh, that you only have one physio, that is genuinely mental. Um, I'm pretty sure that most League One clubs and League Two clubs will have more than one physio. So, yeah, for a Premier League club, it's just mismanagement on the on the like from top to bottom. Um, and I am genuinely quite sad for you, Blake. So I'm sorry. Where do you want so, to go now? Okay, no, go. Well, I have one more thing to yeah. show Thomas how bad things okay. are at Newcastle. Okay. Most clubs at their training ground have recovery pools where the players will you know, sit in for 15 minutes afterwards to give their muscles some recovery time. Uh-huh. For the longest time, instead of recovery pools... They would bring bins, like garbage bins, to the field, fill them up from a hose, and have the players get in the garbage bins. Like, did, uh, they, put, did they put ice in them, or just water? Yeah, yeah, they put ice in it. That was, like, 2018. That's uh, not great. I'll be honest, that's so, not great. Yeah. We're, like, a shocking club. We're so... Yeah. We're so bad. Okay, Oscar, moving up. Uh, let's um, take the 13th through 17th. 13th through 17th. Okay, I'll go from 17th. To, can I go? I'll go from 17th to 13th. Okay. Yep. I reckon, Blake, that um, I reckon ours are going to be quite similar. So I've gone 17th Brentford, 16th Burnley, 15th Crystal Palace, 14th Wolves, and 13th Southampton. Yeah. Uh, flip Wolves and Southampton, and you have my. The exact same? Yeah, I knew it. The exact same. Yeah. Um, um, I feel like, yeah. Go. 
So Brentford, very exciting, very hipster club to support. Sure. Um, but Thomas, you should you should support Brentford, Thomas. Moneyball. That's who you should. No, I remember. Yeah. yeah, the bees. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. Do you remember what B stands for? Oh shit! Shit! Uh, uh, oof. Uh, uh, oof. No, I do not. It was like the Borough something college. It was like mm, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um they just simply do not have the squad or the squad depth. They have some very impressive players, but they also have some of the least impressive players in the Premier League. Yeah. I think Brentford is one of those clubs that I gen- I don't think I could name the starting 11 literally because I just can't remember some of the players, which is quite not to, I mean, this is not a flex, but it's quite rare for me because I know, I know so many players, and I don't think I could, like, for example, I don't know who's a, I don't know the fullbacks. I could name you the, yeah, I could name the centre backs and like some of the midfield and obviously the attackers, but like that's kind of it. And that, mm-hmm. that, that right there, I think shows that Brentford is might be the kind of club, despite the fact that everyone's kind of high on them, that slip under the radar. So we know mm-hmm. that they're a data-driven club. So we know that. They're the opposite of Newcastle, right? No offense, Blake. Where it's like the management means that they will be pulled out of a quagmire mm-hmm. instead of pushed into it because like, they just know what they're doing. Everyone knows what they're doing. So I would really like them to survive, although I reckon it could be a kind of second season Sheffield United kind of vibe where it's like they, they do well enough to stay in the Premier League first season, but then they get found out just because of the... The resources of the club, basically. Yeah. Mm. Um, so uh, one big change for me was that I was like so I I'm mainly because I just want Burnley to get relegated, but I was adamant that they were going to get relegated up until like a week ago, and now I think, I mean, I've definitely been like my head's been turned by how they've started the season, but I just think that as long as Sean Dyche is there, apparently they're just not going to get relegated. So. It, this isn't even a club that's got boosted by transfers. They bought in Maxwell Cornet and like some guy from Swansea at the end. Some so guy. Some, some guy, sorry. Connor Roberts is Connor amazing. Roberts. Yeah, he's so good. talented. So they bought in fullbacks, basically, um, which is good because they have ancient fullbacks. Um, but yeah, it just looks like they'll kind of grind to a, to a finish above the relegation zone um, once again. And yeah, Burnley are Burnley. Um, Thomas, I'm kind of struggling to think of questions for you. Sure. Um, you know, like Crystal Palace, I have in 15th. Uh, okay. Can you tell me anything about Crystal Palace? Do you know what Crystal Palace is or was? Do you remember? Have you read As about I that recall, in history? They are close to a castle of the royal families, presumably one with a lot of crystal oh, but now yeah. that i say it i might be thinking about queen's park crystal. rangers oh true um queen's park Rangers. yeah that i'm astonished you know that club um crystal yeah. palace named after obviously not obviously sorry the literal crystal palace that they built for what was it back in the like victorian age uh they built like it was some sort of big fair where they invited uh, like, people fair. from yeah, from all around the world, and they mm-hmm. built the Crystal Palace. It was this enormous palace made sure. literally entirely out of glass, and okay. it was taken down maybe during the war because they were mm-hmm. like, if this gets bombed, everyone's going to die because it's literally sure. glass. 
Um, Can you, yeah, can you imagine walking into a vast building just made of glass? I have been to an Apple store, yeah. (laughs) Okay, it's terrifying though. But yes, they're named after Chris Palace. That's where my aunt lives. She lives close enough to the stadium where she can hear the uh, match going on, which Mm. is really cool. Um, Mm. Cool part of London, very hipster part of London. Yeah. So it was built for the uh great exhibition of yeah, the works of the industry of all nations wow uh, is that like that is, that is so many 19th century buzzwords 100 percent. yep that would be like if like if today we built a stadium for like the synergy symposium mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. inclusion and diversity or yeah, something absolutely. i don't i don't know there you go. buzzwords yeah mm-hmm. so then in 1936, the entire thing burned to the ground by accident. Wait, 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 wait. wait. It's a glass building. It was literally a glass. And it oh, burned the, to the ground. But it had metal in it. Obviously, no. The, okay, that doesn't answer the question. <laughs> the interior was entirely timber. Wait, what? Really? Yeah. That's not a very crystal palace, then. Wait, wait, I swear wait. it was oh wait. wow but no it was definitely like the glass was everywhere i know this like glass was it was like see-through the whole thing right yeah the entire exterior was glass but the floors and stuff were wood okay yeah the they floors right anything to do a little switcheroo just from like a privacy standpoint yeah God, this is baffling to me um, well yeah anyway crystal palace um that's kind of a cool history Blake, sure. Crystal Palace, I'm going to segue beautifully here. They, mm-hmm. I have them in 15th. I am worried about Crystal Palace. I think that Vieira is iffy. However, I think the business they've done is amazing. So, um, mm-hmm. I mean, we'll talk about transfers later, but they brought in Joaquim Anderson, Mark Guehi. They brought in Odson Edward on the final day, which is a great signing. Uh, Michael Olise, they have all these, they brought the age of the squad down by like five years. All these super talented players. Um Obviously, I I know that you Blake like, especially when you're talking about defense, very iffy about buying players that just got relegated, which makes a lot of sense. Mm. Um, so they're very inexperienced, but the talent levels are high, and so I I actually hope they stay in the league just because I think that they could turn into something quite um quite exciting. Um, yeah, I'm very impressed. By, I don't know where they got the money from, but I'm impressed yeah. by the business. Well, right, that was a very um, yeah, I think of Patrick. Uh, I think of Patrick Vieira as the kind of manager that can only succeed at a club like Burnley, where a you know the there's not a lot of pool for players um, to the region, so you're going to really struggle for recruitment. But you have if you can have a manager that really is. Uh, you know, super well respected, and players will want to come and play under them. Uh, that's the only way a club like Burnley could have gotten some top recruitment. Don't know how they got Cornet. Um, I guess Sean Dyche is very inspiring. Uh, but he probably just wants to prove himself in the Prem. So at yeah. Palace, I feel like Palace are such a risky club, and they play with fire every year. And it's the same with Vieira. I feel like if it's going to work, it'll work. Mm-hmm. But if it's not going to work, it's going to be spectacular. And it's going to be right. like an implosion. Um, 
and you know it could doom Palace. I think it's a super risky appointment. Yeah. That being well, said, just, I don't know. They get rid of. I love. Quick, I reckon. Yeah. I love their signings. I really like the job they've done this season. Jog my memory. Is Burnley the one that is in like what you two have, have described as like certifiably the worst part of England? Yes. Okay. Yeah. If you think of Maryland mm-hmm. as the Premier League, okay. this is like the Eastern Shore. All right, pulling some players. That out. is a yeah, except worse. Except except without the nice weather, like just with the worst possible weather you can think of. Okay. So, All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Who's next? Uh, we did. Southampton and Wolves. Yeah, Southampton and Wolves. I mean, these are kind of clubs that, I mean, no, it's fine. I'm going to say it. Make up the numbers. Um, Wolves, I think, will have a super down year because they've lost Nuno, who I think we will find out is, or we will remember, is a very talented coach who makes teams better than they actually are. That's my prediction. Um, Wolves, they've started super well, but I think they'll just be like not clinical enough. So I think Wolves hopefully will be very exciting to watch. Um, with Traore, with Pedro Neto coming back, with all these youngst Portuguese players, essentially, who just like only attack and can't defend. Um, but yeah, 14th. 13th, Southampton, obvious, obvious improvement on their dreadful season. Still not really where they want to be. Um, but I guess a, there's like this weird, they're in this weird phase where they're rebuilding, but no one really realized they're rebuilding. So yeah, 13th for them. That's what I've gone for. Yeah. Um Thomas, what are yes. what's Southampton's mascot? Oh. Uh, uh, oh okay. uh, I don't even know this one. Do I know? What? Uh the South I don't know. If Hampton, I know this one, Thomas. Um I can see oh, oh, um Southampton. Man. Um, oh, I think I might know. The, I'm going to go with the whales or the whalers. And I know that's wrong, that's a, but it feels right a, in my gut. That's a left field shout. Uh, it is a dog yeah. named right. Sammy, I think. Yeah, it's like Sammy. Or, it's, yeah, on there two. Is, I think it's, it's Sammy and Mary or something is like it? that. There's two dogs. Oh, it's it's Sammy the St. Bernard. Okay. And see, I, was I gonna don't go know who. So that is on me. Yeah, Sammy Saint. Sammy Saint. Because they are yeah. the Saints. Oh. Uh, they are the Saints. Yeah. Yeah. Although Wales, I mean, that's. Yeah, that's a shout. I was. I, wonder I, was if, I, I mean, thinking I don't know how many Hampton Wales are like off the, the coast of England, but. Was I like the uh, yeah, Hamptons possibly. and like, oh, they're a port? Yes, absolutely. I. So is it is it like their mascot? Is it an actual dog or is it like American style, Japanese style? Yeah, no, it's suit? a person. Yeah, person dressed okay. up as a dog okay. kind of thing. Okay. He went well, viral. Sammy okay. the Saint or whatever went viral okay. back in the. Okay. I'm going to pull this out of the bag. What's his name? Uh, the, you you remember Psy, PSY, like Gangnam oh, Style? You went yeah. viral back in the day for doing Gangnam Style. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it? He, he went viral for uh, Psy. Mm-hmm. Psy, who went viral, and yes. then 
said on camera something along the lines of kill the Americans. Yeah, hilarious. Uh, yeah. Amazing. Just <laughs> all you need in uh, pop culture drama. It was in 2002 he said that. Because props to him. I, I remember this. It was like, I think I, I, think I wrote a paper. Like in middle school, I'm pretty sure I wrote something about this where it was like a US like military something like killed South Korean like school children. Like mm, yeah, they them. killed nine South yeah. Korean and then civilians. And so then at a concert, he was like, I like kill all Americans. And it was like, sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he said, yeah, right. oh, here it is. Kill the Yankees. Wow, this is damn. Kill the daughters. Kill them. That's a lot. Kill them all slowly and painfully. So. Boy. All right. Thanks, anyway. Yeah. Talking um, about killing Americans. So back to Sam. Uh, let's ask Thomas some more complicated questions. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, moving on to uh, <laughs> 12 through 7. Um, I guess I'll take the lead on this one. Let's do uh, three at a time. In that next chunk, I have Leeds, Everton, and Brighton working my way up, which I feel like is a tough... Uh, I'm, I'm shooting my shot with Brighton, having them finish 10th. Mm. Mm. Oscar? Yeah, uh, you cut out for me. Can you repeat that? Uh, Leeds, Everton, and Brighton. Oh, okay. I have Brighton in 12th. Aston Villa in 11th and Leeds in 10th. Interesting. So that means yeah, you so have. This is a deviation. Yeah, mm. interesting. Um, I. Yeah, justify. I'm okay, with, I'm okay with having Villa finish that low. Um, yeah, I would I agree think, with that. Yeah. I think Villa will have it down, yeah. I don't. They've. Yeah. I, I reckon that they, they've bought great players, but I, there's something in me where it's like second season syndrome but not dramatic kind of thing and i think maybe the following year when buendia and ings are like you know meshing better the, mm. these types of players and like leon bailey that's when they could have a really like fun push into the europa league west ham of 2020 2021 season mm. yeah yeah i do like I your everton that low though because everton are so fluky and i feel like i kind of got on a rafa benitez high and I've been like duped once again by Everton. Yeah. Um, the so what we both have Leeds in twelfth. Oh no, you have Brighton in twelfth. You have yeah, Leeds I have Brighton in twelfth and Leeds in tenth. I think ten uh, Leeds will improve on last year, which is I, I as I say it out loud, possibly kind of a hot take. Um, they haven't started particularly well, right? But I I don't know. I kind of back Marcelo to. To get it done, once again. Yeah, I don't have much to say about. It's kind of a weird bit to talk about. Yeah, the it is. It how is. they're gonna finish. It's like very hard to talk about solidly mid-table sides, mm -hmm. other than they'll probably be solidly mid-table. Um, yeah, the Brighton thing. I don't know. We could talk about that because there's no reason Brighton can't balls this all up and. I just think that the numbers speak for themselves with Brighton, right? So they underperformed so much last season. And I I think this is this is where if they and they've started the season super well, if their numbers continue, this is where they should be. Like that's just, just math. So 
Mm. Yeah, maybe maybe a little bit of wishful thinking, but um, I'd I'd love to see Brighton like end here. Um, they have good players, and they they bought Cucurella in at the end of the uh, the transfer window, who's this exciting left wing back Thomas, who fits the yeah. the system super well. So, mm. yeah, Brighton, another club Thomas that you could just hop on and, and support. Brentford, Brighton, okay, you know, Brighton, Brighton's Can a cool city. Charities. You can do okay. that. Okay. Their nickname is the Seagulls. You know. Okay. It's all just fun and games. Sure. Fun vibes from Brighton. Okay, oh, let's great. let's hop to more interesting. Uh, let's go ninth through fifth. So then we have one more, which is the top four. Okay. Do you want me to go? I'm gonna yes, go. Yes, sir. So in ninth place. Oh well, yeah. Breaking news, I guess, for us is that we both have Arsenal in the top ten. I have Arsenal in ninth. Um, hey, same here. Yeah. Oh, nice. West Ham in eighth, which is mm, same. Maybe a little bit high. Everton in seventh. Leicester in sixth. And I think Tottenham will get fifth. So mine is so similar. Okay. Where you had our Everton and Villa are flipped. So I have Ooh. Villa in seventh and Everton in eleventh. Oh, I like that. Um, and then I have Spurs and Leicester flipped as well. Okay. Uh, with yeah. Leicester getting fifth and Spurs getting sixth. Um, um, why do you have Villa so high? I would like to know. Hmm. Honestly, looking back, I'm not sure why I have them quite so high. But, you know, they are... I think they still improved. I'm hesitant to say it, but I think they invested the Jack Grealish money well enough. Um, right. Where they... Yeah, they did buy know, very well. Yeah, they did. Uh, I agree. Across five positions, they've brought in improvements to their squad, um, which you just figure they have to do better than last season. Um, and they did extremely well last season. So, you know, it's not a... I didn't seek out to put Villa in seventh, but they that's sort of the way my, my uh, deck was dealt um, when I was going through placing teams. Um, I could see West Ham and Villa being flipped, although no, I think <laughs> West I know, Ham. I know. Yeah, West Ham have. I a, know you're we have a, Yeah, we have a relative, relatively small squad. We had an excellent end to the transfer window, so we have we have genuinely strengthened. We still have a relatively small squad. I think that if we we have the chance, especially with the group we're in in the Europe League, to get into the knockout stages. Regardless, I think that the Europa League will take its toll. So I think eighth might be kind of high. I just couldn't bring myself to put Arsenal above us. So that is kind of why we're in eighth. I reckon I'd be happy even with like a 10th to 12th, you know, like spot, which might sound just like really ridiculous because we do right now just genuinely have a really good team. Um, but yeah, you know, eighth, eighth would be would be great. You know, I don't know. I don't get too sad. It's like final year of Declan Rice. This kind of stuff where, you know, our players are going to start getting poached if we continue like this. So hopefully we'll have a... This is my... I hope we have a deep run in the Europa League because that'd just be awesome. And then eighth comfortable eighth place finish. Nothing too sad. Like even last year, even last season, right? It was like, oh my God, we were literally so close to Champions League. Like we just fell off in the last four or five games. So I, I'm hoping for no drama in the league and then 
a fun time in the Europa League. So um, I yeah. have a great question for Thomas. Oh, it's another mascot one because I think this club, now that West Brom are no longer in the Premier League, this club has the worst mascots. Uh, it is West Ham United. Yeah, we have the worst Tom- mascot in the league for sure. Thomas, the- can you tell me the two West Ham mascots? Uh, there's the Irons. I think one is defunct. Irons and the Hammers? No. That's, well, it's close enough. Yeah, the Hammers. The Hammer. The, yeah. Harvey the Hammer. They're, Harvey the Hammer. Yeah, and it's awful. like an anthropomorphic hammer. Yeah. That is atrocious. Yes, that is absolutely disgusting. Yikes. Yeah. He well, looks like a Harry Transformer. So, so when did... I have to Harvey ask. The hammer? When did... Harvey the Hammer. Club start adopting the, like, the mascot? thing that's a good question i don't even know because i would it feels very american doesn't it i don't have a lot of nice things to say about english fans but i would pay Mm. any sum of money to see harvey the hammer surrounded by hooligans at a game oh yeah just that sounds incredible to me that would be kind of funny i Um, believe they started in 1999 okay they said, Interesting. "Yeah, they said the world's gonna end in one year. Go out on. We top. gotta end out on a bang. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, uh, West Ham's second mascot, who I believe is the defunct one, I believe Herbie is their only mascot now. Herbie or Herbie? But they used to have a mascot, Herbie. Herbie the Hammer. Yeah, I was wrong. They used to have a mascot called Bubbles the Bear, uh, oh, which is yeah. awful." Because in no way are West Ham the Bears. Sure. Uh, and two, the bubbles bit that West Ham insist on is one of the worst parts of English football. Mm-hmm. Uh, Interesting. Hot, it's the one pick? thing holding me back from being... Oscar yeah. loves it. Oscar what? loves the yes. bubbles. Uh, who doesn't love the bubbles? Excuse me. Only West Ham fans love the bubbles. Everyone How? else hates it. How can you not like the bubbles? It's awesome. What what do you mean you don't like the bubbles? What's wrong with the bubbles? It's a little tacky. Tacky? How? Who else does bubbles in world football? Exactly. What? That's my No. Point. This is the worst. That's rubbish. We literally we score goals and the bubble machines shoot bubbles out. That's awesome. No one is unique. No one else does that. What do Newcastle do? Nothing. Nothing. We don't score goals. Yeah, you don't score <laughs> goals. No, come on. The bubble. The bubbles is awesome. I love the bubbles. Forever blowing bubbles. Don't don't come for the bubbles. I get angry. Um. Yeah, it's we used to have the... also used to have a a dog. I think called Scoopy or some ridiculousness. Scoopy. And then we also got um. God. Like who's the guy that does the comics for the Guardian? Do you uh oh, David, David Squire. Squires? He actually designed a um a mascot for us. Um, which is horrifying. It's like, it's called, oh God. He designed Herbie the Hammer, yes, but he also designed this other one, which is just this terrifying, like, monster creature. I I think it was a joke, but yeah, he designed Herbie the Hammer as well. So, legendary David Squires designed our mascot. Um, Okay, let's keep going if you don't mind. Um... Everton, Standard, Leicester. Okay, Leicester, Tottenham. Leicester, I think... Both of these clubs are fluky, okay? So, Leicester... I'm calling Leicester as being fluky now because that's two years in a row that they've missed out at the, at the death. 
slash I think that Leicester are due for a down year. Um, yeah, I think that they, they've bought in some players. They'll take a while to bed in. Inevitably, they have like this, they're solid, like, you know, the backbone of the club, but just aging another year kind of thing. But they have to still be up there because they're wonderfully run and they have a good manager, despite the fact that Brendan Rodgers is a weirdo. Um, and then Tottenham. So this is one of those ones where I'm like, I'm just really high on the how they've started with three back-to-back 1-0 victories. However, I do like Nuno, and I think that the fact that they kept Harry Kane and they've added really well means that they should, on paper, be up there. Although I don't... I think there'll be a gap between the top four and the rest. So I don't think they'll be close to getting Champions League. That's my justification. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I think it's just going to be luck of the draw who finishes six and who finishes five. Pretty much. Um, I just... You know they're they're currently top of the table, but it's I can't I can't have Spurs finishing no very high. I just don't trust them to keep. No, it they going. won't. They'll, they'll definitely fall off. There's no way. No, there way. will be an implosion. Um, but I mean, if you're an Arsenal fan, man, you're looking at Spurs and saying, "I wish I oh, could be them." Are. Yeah, you are. Okay, you are. I think. Okay. Moving on, maybe where we will differ the most. Um, okay. Which we've not differed very much. We uh, haven't. This has been very similar. It'll be neck and neck at the end of the season. Um, I guess I will go first. Um, mm. In fourth place, I have Manchester United. Ooh. In third, I have Liverpool. In second, and I have Liverpool finishing over Man U because I think they're better managed. Um, they have a much, much, much better manager. Uh, in second place, I have Chelsea. I think the talent on paper is too much. Um, and winning the league, very boringly, I have Manchester City. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, we do differ. Uh, fourth place, I have Liverpool, which now I look at it. Mm, or just, I think that's simply because they haven't recruited that much i think that's what i'm going for third i have man united second i have city first i have chelsea i'm so adamant that chelsea are going to win the league i think it's i think it's just like a, a given which i think city are incredible as well but i think chelsea beat city they just gonna, they're going to do the double over them i think that thomas tuchel has pep guardiola's number pep guardiola will do his classic overthinking thing and chelsea just don't concede they have romelu lukaku now and I just don't see anyone stopping them. They're just a ridiculous team. They have so many insane players. That's why they win. Which makes me sick because I hate Chelsea, but they will win the league. Yes. Um, Oscar. Yes. Who do you think... Or Sorry, Thomas. Who do you oh. think will win the Premier League? Yeah, sorry. Thomas. Oh, uh, that's a great question. Who do I think will win the Premier League? Um, I, hmm, I think Chelsea, likely. I think adding okay. Romelu Lukaku will put them over the top. Thank you. Uh, Dark Horse, Tottenham. Oh, uh, they've won wow. all three of their games 1-0. Goal differential of three coming out with nine points from that. I think they're starstruck. I think the Harry Kane transfer fiasco 
we'll have the uh, counter or the the unexpected effect, and we'll have them playing out of their minds. And uh, oh. I think that uh, uh, Sun is going to have a great season. Uh, good name check. Mm. Thank you. That uh, that was impressive football analysis from Thomas there. I'm not going to lie. Uh, better than most pundits on Sky Sports. So right. better than mine. Um, you know what? Just measured, and there's no, there's no, there's no affiliate. You know, Thomas doesn't hate anyone, so that do makes I, him an excellent, excellent football. Do I pundit. now have to counteract that by saying something insane? I think Tim Howard is going to be the player of the year oh. in the Premier League. You think he's going to come out of retirement at the age uh, of? Is he in retirement? Is he, he is retirement? currently a pundit for NBC? Sports. NBC, yeah. Tim he's Howard awful. is. Uh, he is <laughs> quite so bad. bad. And he is 42 years old, so... Sure. Yes. That would be the, the well, hottest I mean, just... take, and if you get it correct, the most amazing prediction yeah, ever, ever made. <laughs> including, he could not be registered until January 1st. Yeah, so, so he would have to... What the so hell would he have to well do? Rested, he, he would saying. have to come out of retirement. <laughs> yeah, he would have to come out of retirement, walk yeah. into the starting eleven as a goalie, I guess, to the team that wins the league and then also score like five goals as a goalie to be sure. to be named the the player of the year. Tim Howard, yeah, he's on the yeah, he's not a very good pundit. It's kind of a shame. Um because yeah. he seems like a pretty cool character, I I guess. Or just, you know, he's had a great career. But can I, can he, I rewrite I love I... the NBC sports Oh yeah, sorry. Uh, just to read you my prediction, Tim Howard keeps a clean sheet this year. Doesn't give up okay. a single ball. Yeah, like that. Um, you, you should bet on that for sure. <laughs> um, I like. What was I going to say? I love the NBC Sports like mm-hmm. team, but they've like wa- this is so mean. But they have they've watered it down now with mm-hmm. these people that they brought in, like Tim Howard and these random people. Like it's just not as good now. Which is I don't know, kind of sad. But there you go. Sure. Um, um but yeah. talking about betting, um, uh, and how Thomas should bet on. Tim Howard keeping at least one clean sheet. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, 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 clean sheet for the, the whole year. I guess this is a good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It, Never conceding anyway. a goal. Yeah. Um, yeah. Talking about just insane bets, uh, okay. Cristiano Ronaldo is the oh, current yeah. odds favorite for top goal scorer, no, Premier was... League player of the year, no. Premier League top assister. Wow. Um, just I I am not yeah. betting because I don't understand how betting works. But surely it's a very easy bet against any of those surely. things from happening. Yeah. Can you take unless he scores like Newcastle? eight versus Newcastle? Sure. Can you bet against something happening? Yeah. You can't. Okay. I believe so. surely that's just name. I don't see why not. Or would you have to just pick someone else? those i don't know i think i think you can bet against something happening but i think that's called shorting the odds Mm. but uh it's generally i don't believe it pays out very well Uh, okay that makes sense yeah because the likelihood of something happening is much less than the likelihood of anything else happening Sure. Yes, I took statistics. Yeah. Mhm. 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 <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you know, just insane odds that 
you know, some listener will get rich off of my my analysis right here. Yeah. Um, that being said, should we transition into transfers with this talk? Mm. Yeah. Please. It's up to Oscar. Yeah. Please. I am down. I'm down. I don't have like a ton to say. I mean, there's obviously loads to, to say, but yeah. nothing that's been said before. Um, oh, wait. No, Blake, we have to do the top goal scorer, etc. Uh, okay. Run through yours and then I'll run through mine. Okay, I have uh, top goal scorer Romelu Lukaku. Um, okay. Number of goals scored by the top goal scorer, 22. FA Cup winner, Manchester City. Top assist maker, boringly, Kevin De Bruyne. The assists, 14. Golden Glove, Mondi, because Chelsea mm. don't concede any goals. And player of the season, I have... I'll just go Lukaku as well, because... That kind of makes sense if I'm picking him as the top goal scorer. All my eggs are in the Rom Alu Lukaku basket just because I adore him. Okay. Uh, yes, my FA Cup winner is the same Manchester City. Um, just insane squad depth. There's, it's really hard to bet against them. Uh, Golden Boot. I picked Salah. I don't like the pick, mm-hmm. but honestly, I was really struggling to pick like who I think will be. The top goal scorer, normally I'd pick Kane, but Kane might leave in January, and then that's a bad pick. Um, but uh, 21 goals to the top goal scorer. Kevin De Bruyne, the boring pick for most assists. He's, you know, odds-on favorite every year. Um, 16 assists for De Bruyne, and my player this season will also be De Bruyne. Um, I always pick the top assister for the player of the season because it always feels like that's the way it goes. Yeah. Um, Makes sense. Makes sense. But uh, moving on to transfers, um, and I guess, I don't know, we can just ping pong back and forth, pick a transfer that mm-hmm. we think is interesting to talk about. And, sure. Why uh, don't we cap it at there? like five-ish each? See how okay. it goes, but like it's kind of like that, yeah. Slash, That's are we good. going uh, around Europe, or are we going to go just Prem? We're a Premier League podcast, but if you oh, want right. to talk about a right. one outside, no, 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 no. I'm maybe. down. I'm down. That's that's chill for me. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm breezy. I'm cool. Right, Thomas? Those are the two words that come to mind when I think. Thank you. Breezy and Thank cool. You. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. Okay. Um, I am raring to go. So just give me the word, and I will let you know who I've liked. Okay. You go first. Uh, absolutely. A- number one, big Salomon Rondon forward Dalian Pro to Everton the return of the greatest striker ever to grace the Premier League um no it uh, the prodigal son returns for Rafa right um so this is a Venezuelan striker who Rafa um loved under Newcastle went out to China for a few years but now he's back at Everton which honestly for him is a great move however he is a wonderful player and he will provide excellent backup slash sort of like an alternative um to Dominic Calvert-Lewin at Everton. And I just like it a lot. I love Salomon Rondon. I know Blake does too. And I hope it works out well for him there. Still only 31 and seems like in great condition and never a player that's relied on pace, so he should age well. And yeah, I love this signing. It's a cool one. Yeah. Phenomenal signing for Everton. Mm -hmm. Um, Heartbroken that he returns to the Premier League and it's not with Newcastle. Yeah. Um, Super beloved player in Newcastle. 
uh, and he loved Newcastle, and you know, but more than he loved Newcastle, he loved Rafa. So it's very nice to see them reunited. Yeah. Um, and I am a hundred percent sure it will be a great signing for Everton. Um, I would put money on a decent return from Salomon Rondon. Yeah. No, me too. Honestly, me too. Especially if uh, Everton perform well this year. Okay. Who do you pick for your first one? Blake? Uh, because I know we have mixed opinions on this, uh, I am going to pick the uh, return to the quality of last year. Newcastle United signing Joe Willock as our only signing yes. for this window. Yes, of course. Um, uh, for me, yeah. I think our midfield is the weakest part of our team. Uh, right. We just have players that are built for the Premier League in 2013. Uh, we're pretty desperate for some recruitment, and the midfielders that we did have, Steve Bruce seems to detest, like Matty Longstaff. Mm-hmm. Um, so as the replacement... You know, our entire transfer budget spent on Joe Willick, who he, he can tackle, he can progress the ball, he can score goals. Um, he's flamboyant and only on the pitch, though. Off the pitch, he's incredibly shy, mm-hmm. um, very quiet. But uh, I think he's what Newcastle needs to have any chance. If we didn't sign him, it would have been so much more gloomy for me. But, right. Oscar, your opinion. Uh, I love Joe Willock. I think this is a horrible move for him because I think Newcastle are going to ruin him. Uh, I don't understand why he would push to join Newcastle, uh, a team that we both have going down this season. That's horrible for him as a player. Um, And yeah, I don't know what else to say, really. I think that Bruce will mismanage him. I think that he cannot keep up the sensational form he was in at the back end of last season. I think that... He is super young, and he will not get a footballing education at Newcastle. Uh, yeah, I don't know what to say. I, I, it's great for Newcastle, but it's a terrible move for him, especially on such a bumper deal. I just don't understand why it's been done. Sorry, that's yeah. That's uh, six years, ninety thousand pounds a week. Yeah, uh, a lot of money. Yeah. Top top earner for Newcastle. Mm-hmm. Um, just yeah. I don't really I don't really know what to say. Yeah. Um I don't know. Just not great for me. But I will move on and pick for my second player. Oh, somebody to choose from. I, I guess I should talk about um Vlasic coming in to, to West Ham. So West Ham I'll just talk about all three. West Ham brought in Vlasic, Alex Kral, we brought in Alphonse Ariola, and we brought in Kurt Zuma. So a great window for us strengthening in all the key positions especially if you like me think that Vlasic is going to be converted into a backup striker um but yeah I'll focus on Nikola Vlasic he is um a a Croatian like attacking midfielder plays on the wing sort of plays all over very very strong very stocky great dribbler ridiculous stats goal scoring and assists wise for um for the clubs he's played at Bar Everton um, who he moved to when he was 19, I believe, um, when he was, you know, a bit of a wonder kid, actually, and never really did... Well, he didn't do anything for Everton. It just, he was, it was too early for him. I think he played 
12 times or something, went on loan to DSK in Moscow one of the seasons and then moved to them permanently um, for a couple of years. Um, I heard that he gave... About, apparently, the Russian Premier League is in uh, a complete mess and like the way the clubs are run and the way that the league is is a joke. So I heard he gave up, actually, pretty much. Like He publicly was like, I think this is awful. I'm not going to try for the last like eight months of his time at CSK in Moscow. Um, but yeah, we've picked him up for a lot of money, um, to be fair. I'm not quite sure how we've afforded these players, but we have. And I'm, yeah, I'm very excited about it. It gives us a lot of attacking impetus. It gives us um, another option in case Antonio gets injured. Um, he's a similar build, very fast, very strong. Uh, and I'm really excited about this. Uh, Blake, what do you think about it? Do you, do you like this move for, for us or no? I do think it's a good move, but I actually think uh, the Vlasic world is a little bit more fitting for Thomas Hughes because I do like pickles. Uh, Nikola Vlasic, his father was a gold medalist in the decathlon yes. for Yugoslavia, and All his right. sister is the world record holder for uh-huh. the women's long jump or high jump yeah uh so he comes from a track family and we all know thomas is a a track boy is a track boy sure um Mm. that being said thomas what is a decathlon uh decathlon is olympic event where you compete in 10 different uh events and then are scored accordingly and the Olympian who, or the gold medalist at the Olympics, is, I believe, awarded the title for four years of uh, world's greatest athlete or something along those lines. Uh, can I name all the events? Oh, no. That's cool. There's also the pentathlon. That one has like fencing or something in it. Um, really? I believe so. Isn't yeah. there the heptathlon as well? The There's a heptathlon, yeah. Uh, decathlon. Let's see. Do- is decathlon is there a, well? like, a de- dodeca? Dodeca-cathlon? I think, I, awesome. I do think it tops out at, at 10. I will say there is something similar in swimming that is not nearly... Okay, so the decathlon, 100-meter dash, long jump, shot put, high jump, 400-meter dash, 110-meter hurdles, discus, pole vault, javelin, and 1,500-meter run. That's ridiculous. So, yes, to be good at like three of those, genuinely remarkable. Um, be good at all of them is insane. Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Very um, cool. on the other hand, is a there's the modern pentathlon, is fencing, shooting, swimming, riding, and cross country running. The Wikip or the Oxford Dictionary does not perform. Um, or does not does not give particular distances. Oh, okay. Uh, fencing, one touch of pay, two hundred meter swim, equestrian show, and so weird. wow. And then thirty two hundred meter run. So that would be eight laps, so two miles basically, and uh, pistol a combined event of pistol shooting and cross country running. What? No way that goes wrong. That is bananas. Okay. Wow. Learning uh, a lot. That's on amazing. Today's yeah. podcast. 
Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to have to say we will take one each more, Blake, or you can have two if you're one behind because yeah. I got to go work. So mm. here we go. Right. Uh, I think maybe the signing of the window for any club in Ooh. the Premier League, maybe oh, even me. in all of Europe, uh-huh. for the cost, uh, Brighton signing Mark Cucurella yes. for yes. £13 million yes. pounds is one of the most insane signings. I'm not sure why Hitafe have let him go for so Because they don't have money. They don't have money. None of those Spanish uh, clubs have any money. That's why. But it. he is a Lamazio product that mm-hmm. Barcelona deeply mm. regret letting go. Yep. Um, and I think he is going to be unbelievable. He's so good. Side. Love him. He's so good. Um, mm. No, I totally agree. And I think that, yeah, this is Brighton are just, you know, super well run. And he signed a five year contract with them. So if he blows up this season. They will sell him for Ben White money, probably to another Premier League club. I mean, he's he's amazing. So this is super exciting um, for for Brighton, and I can't I can't wait to see him in the Prem because he's super fast. He's just awesome, and he has like this huge like hairdo, um, which just mm. like makes you look at him. So that's cool too. Um, yeah, there was a yeah. Really quickly, there was a cool paper um, written about like one of these sports science papers um, that was about how players who have unique defining characteristics like big hair or they wear eccentric boots um, tend to get higher rated because they stick out more, Mm -hmm. Um, which is just something I've never been able to forget while watching football. It's interesting. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Oscar, do you have another signing to talk about? So I think for sporting reasons, purely sporting reasons, we have to mention Cristiano Ronaldo returning to Manchester United. I don't really want to talk about Cristiano Ronaldo because we all know why. Um, but yeah, that's that's him coming back. And and it's a. I think you could sort of talk about how Man U were kind of forced to buy him and I think it's to the detriment of the development of the likes of Mason Greenwood and I think that they will probably be worse overall for him even though he'll probably score a bunch of goals sure. um, but yeah okay I'll move on from him just that's the footnote he's back in the Prem I'll go I'll go Dan- Daniel James uh, moving from Manchester United to Leeds um, this was something that he so he almost joined them a few years ago he posed in the shirt and then Swansea stopped taking Leeds as calls because they wanted to sell him for more money to Manchester United. Um, Rob Page, the Wales manager, has said um, in the press today or yesterday that Daniel James is emotionally drained from um, the whole transfer saga. He's had a rough time of it, Daniel James. Um, His father, who he's very, very close to, died um, just after his move to Manchester United um, very suddenly. And so he's been dealing with that, obviously. And then he is like routinely just like mocked by fans um who think he can't really do anything i think he's i mean look i think he's unfairly mocked i think he's been just pretty useful enough for manchester united um over the past couple years he's played a lot of games for them um obviously his thing is that he's blindingly fast um and and people sort of make fun of him saying he can't do anything else i think he's one of those players where it's just like is manchester united the right club for him no look for his look at his performances for wales and you see a, a player who who's genuinely like i think he's a pretty intelligent footballer like i i think that will mean that he will 
adapt to Marcelo Bielsa's system very well. And I think it it says something really apparent that a coach like Marcelo Bielsa is so hell-bent on getting him in. So I'm super excited to see what Marcelo Bielsa does with him. And um, yeah, a good pickup for Leeds. Um, paid quite a lot of money for him, like 25 mil. But that's, that's a cool transfer. I like it. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I think it's going to be a potentially career saving moment for Dan James. Um, he, you know, it's just not, it's, it's going to be rough for him. He's got to get his career back on track. Um, I will end, uh, this transfer talk with, uh, the signing of Takahiro Tomiyasu. Yes. Uh, by Arsenal. Which I think is a really interesting signing because statistically he's been one of the Serie A's best defenders for the last few years. Mm-hmm. I think ever since he was signed by Bologna. Um, but it's a, certainly an improvement because Arsenal have one of the worst defenses ever put on paper. Uh, I am a forever critic of Rob Holding. And any player who will keep Rob Holding out of a starting lineup uh, yeah. is an immediate improvement. Um, yeah, yeah. That being said, it might be rough for him because it's like an impossible situation to walk into. Um, unless he's like the best defender in the Premier League, he's going to have a tough time. So... Right. Um, I like the signing. I think it's very clever. I think he's a phenomenal player. I think it's the wrong club for him, though. Yeah, uh, I definitely agree. Um, he's very young as well, which is kind of uh, kind of a freaky thing. Only twenty-two. Um, so to put him, a twenty-two-year-old defender, into the chaos of Arsenal is iffy. But hopefully, he will be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. That being said, uh, I want to leave this podcast uh, with a final comment by one Thomas Hughes. Um, I'm not going to put him on the spot. I was going to try to find some funny way to make him, uh-huh. you know, have to uh-huh. pull something out of his ass all of sure. a sudden. True. Um, that being said, uh-huh. I will make Thomas pull something out of his ass. Okay. Okay. Thomas, what signing, yeah. in your opinion, is the best signing of the Premier League window? You know what? It's a great, it's a great, great, great question. Thank you for asking, Blake. Um, I was afraid that you were going to call me out for my Bruce Springsteen tweet that got me canceled true. last week. True, true. true. Um, but happy, happy to... So I'm going to double down on what you said, Blake. I think the Joe Willick signing for Newcastle United was fantastic, bringing in some young talent to uh, get the fans excited and also hopefully get some goal scoring, which they've had trouble with. I think bringing in that young talent signals a shift to the future, and I think it's their way of telling the fan base and the rest of the Premier League uh, that they they are looking forward to and we'll focus on rebuilding via the draft. <laughs> Amazing. The thing is, that's not... Newcastle put out a statement, and you were not uh, very far off from their <laughs> official statement on why they've done no business. Um, but with that being said, that ends this 
special, strange podcast. Bonus pod, 3.5. Yeah. Bonus pod, 3.5, where we talk about predictions. We talk about predictions that no one cares about, and we talk about really boring takes about Premier League transfers. Um, okay it's a it's a international break you know you can't you can't win them all um i want to put out there so it's on a pod so people hold us accountable that uh next time we do in-person pod it's at my new apartment the three of us united at my new apartment in-person pod cheers how about it will that be next week who knows maybe probably not the following week though maybe when i actually have furniture Maybe no one wants to listen to yeah. this, but we're counting on it. <laughs> yeah. All right. And with that being said, mm-hmm. thank you for listening. We'll hear back from you guys mm-hmm. uh, in the glowing reviews of this podcast, yeah, where well. people demand Thomas becomes a full-time paid <laughs> member. Of paid, the paid, paid before us. Um, yeah. Yes, with our ad revenue, thirty-three uh, percent yeah, will go to Thomas. Looking forward uh, to it. I, I will say my my bold prediction is that we will start doing ads, ad breaks. Oh now. yeah, I could I could just turn on ads if you wanted to. It gets us like a <laughs> like two cents. Um, that's fine. Yeah, let's sell our souls, baby. Let's sell our souls. Let's sell it. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, thank right. you, Thomas. Yeah, thank you, Thomas. Everyone, take care. Stay safe. Always a pleasure, boys. Bye. I'm standing.